With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making green jacketing golf glory you could ask for grab a now tv sky sports week pass and watch all four days of the masters for just 15 euro search now tv today content streamed via the internet full terms at nowtv.com it's showtime and it goes a little something like this Tether it off, we're gonna tether it off the mother sucker. Tether it off the sucker. We want the bump. Yeah, want the bump. I'll be the bump. You gotta have the bump. What you wanna be when you grow up? I wanna be rich. Oh, I wanna be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. Say what's fantasy. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Yeah, we're all laughing, having a good time here at that intro. The, the man who orchestrated that intro right there, Tony Bruno himself, is in moonshine right now, eating dinner uh, after a, a lengthy business meeting that was had here with the proprietor, Rich, of Moonshine, who's over there laughing as well, and Miss Robin Austin. Because the return of the Tony Bruno show on Wednesday nights is happening tomorrow night, which is Wednesday night. Yes, it is, Tony. We're, you're actually going to be here working instead of eating, which is a, you know, a change after the last few weeks, because Tony's been on sabbatical. Uh, getting the kitchen together at the house and resting up and healing up from surgery. And, but he's back now. He's back. The show is back. Everything's back. We're back Sorry. from a one-week hiatus. Every time I take a week off, it feels like I took a month off. Yeah. I miss this place. I missed you too, Charlie. I missed you too, Luigi. Thanks. I appreciate it. Now, put the microphone a little closer to you so you, know, you can get 
get Sounds in touch good. with the people out there. That's what I was doing online. It's been, a, it's been a crazy week. A lot of craziness happened in the fantasy football world. We're going to get into that in a moment. But also, something else happened over the, over the, um, over the weekend, Charlie. What's that? I ran my first ever race. How was that? That's right. It was, it was incredible. Um, I ran a 5K. For, and I know it's nothing big, but it was my first ever 5K. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was for Children's Hospital Philadelphia. Uh, it was a race for pediatric cancer. I was running for our good friend of the program, Joe Rafino. We all know Joe Rafino when he shows up. Big, tall guy. Used to be able to pitch. Sucks now. Teaches hitting. <laughs> now, but, well, I'm, i got to rip him a little bit, for God's sakes. Even though he did say that if he hit the Powerball tonight, he will take care of us. And I appreciate that. And for that, Joe, we give you. Yeah, I appreciate that, Joe. So... Jason Nemiroff checks in and goes, <laughs> he says, what would this show be without an issue anyway? David Price, video is mostly Luigi looking confused anyway. I love it. That's perfect. It's exactly the, the image I want portrayed for eternity in this dumpster fire. So I, anyway, so I run this race, and it was just a 5K, and that's all they were available to run was a 5K. I'm going to step up to a 10K, October 22nd. I'm going to run the Land City Marathon. But this is my first marathon or 10K? Well, it's a 10K. They have the marathon the next day. I'm only doing a 10K. I can't run a marathon. It's going to be up all night playing blackjack and shit. It's going to be crazy. I can't (laughs) run a marathon after that. So I ran this 5K. I trained for a little bit. Not too crazy. But I I put the time in for it. And I started feeling feeling comfortable. And I went out there. And it's crazy. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever run in a race like this before. They, They herd you in like cattle. Okay, they just put you in like cattle, and they have these things that go six-minute mile, seven-minute mile, like to, sh- to show where you should be standing to get ready to run. Like they want the faster people in the front and the slower people in the back, yeah. right? It makes sense. They always put me in the back. Well, Charlie, look at I, I wouldn't say you're exactly a sprinter, okay? You know, you're built more for distance. You're, you're, you're a log, you're, you know. You're exactly right. You know what I mean? That's what, you'll eventually get there. Mm-hmm. So they put you towards the back because they don't want, you know, people getting bulldozed over. Exactly. So I run typically eight and a half, nine-minute miles, which is pretty good for a, for, for a starting guy. Definitely. For a guy just starting out. So they put us in, and it was really awesome. They had this girl who um, overcame leukemia when she was five years old. Through CHOP and through all the funding and all the, um, Great hospital you know, there. all the money that was raised through what we, what we helped raise over the weekend, she came back. This is years later now, obviously. She's, she's grown up. And she sung the national anthem. She was fantastic. That's I mean, awesome. incredible. Uh, kind of get the, the juices the juice fired up. You know, you know what I'm saying? Kind of got the juices fired up. That uh, adrenaline shaking your face. So the gun goes off, and I'm running in the back of all these freaking people. And it's crazy because like you're running with your head on a swivel because there's people passing you you're trying to pass other people yeah. and then you think you know you're worried about going too fast you're worried about you going too slow but long story short man i finished 32nd overall that's, in my age group that's not bad okay which is freaking epic all right Solid. and then i finished 331st overall out of all the runners out of 1897 runners the that's top. in the top third right yeah. there man top six actually so it's really, really good, and uh, I'm happy about that. We raised 1.2 million dollars for charity. Now that's more important. Now here's the, yeah. but here's 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 where it gets a little dicey. So Joe Rafino, whose people I was running for, you know, for for Kenzie, yeah. his his niece, Joe was supposed to be there. He got stuck in a tournament. He's not there. His own sister, who I was supposed to meet there for a shirt, and to run for her for the team. She didn't make the damn race. <laughs> Nobody was there. So I was by running by myself. I felt like Ricky Bobby out there at the end of Talladega Nights. I run for me. That's it. Just for me, for nobody else. I should have put a goddamn cougar on my there shirt. There was nobody there and just for you? No, I ran. No, they have a time. You, you, like, you, you clock yourself. <laughs> like, you know, you have an app that, t- that, that tracks my running speed. Uh. And 
then there's enough, you know, there's a gun and stuff like that that goes off at the end. There's a big clock that you can see. Okay. It's, uh, it, but it was cool. I ran around the Philadelphia Museum of Art, up west, for, uh, up Martin Luther King Drive. It was, it was a good run. It was a beautiful day out. And again, raised over 1.2 million dollars for Chop. And um, you know me, I'm anything about charity. But what, what's this? What's this? What this has done, though, it has gotten my juices flowing. Think that I actually might be better off as a running back for my own fantasy team than the stiffs I got toting the rock for me on a weekend basis. Uh, let, me, let me tell you exactly what I am. If you want to guess my record through four weeks in the Funkin' Fantasy Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is Challenge, the, the league that I put together, are you ready for this? I'm Owen. That's exactly what I am. So Owen 4. <laughs> Owen 4 in my own damn league. How does that happen? I don't know. You and just and for that, good pick. and for that, I'm going to have to give myself one of these. I can't catch a break, man. The only break I'm getting is guys breaking legs, breaking ankles. That's all I keep getting, man. It's, it's been horrendous. I got to start looking to make some trades, make some deals. But I'll get wheeling and dealing. I am the Rasta doctor. I will get this thing fixed and turned around, okay? Can nope. you make the playoffs going on for? Of course I can make the playoffs going on for. It's my league. I'll cheat the shit out of this thing. You kidding me, dude? I'll start making people start losing points. I'll do what I got to do. You are might you, you, you might go to bed up 50, but you're going to wake up down six. That's just the way it works, man. And speaking of being down six, you can, start, you can tune in on this program. You can chime in at 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. I want you people calling in with some of your fantasy questions and or concerns. And also, before I get to the MVPs and SOBs of the week, we also have to go into the Luigi vs. the Listeners Fantasy Showdown. Mm-hmm. Now, the last time we were here, which was two weeks ago, it was we did a two-part contest, okay? And it was sidekicks, yes. famous sidekicks, excluding cartoon characters. This week, it's going to be strictly cartoon character sidekicks through the course of history. Now, we all know how this works. We build a fantasy football team based on a different category. We pick a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, a defense, and a kicker. And it always starts off every single week with Jason Nemiroff making the first pick for the, for the listeners. He is the official Nemiroff pick, okay? Normally, he sucks at this, but he did very, very well, okay? James Brown checking in saying Bruno Mays afternoons on WIP sounds like a plan. Sounds like a fantastic plan, and Definitely. no one would love that more than me. But right now, i got to focus on my show. All right? Tony Bruno's in the building. He's eating dinner. He's on vacation. We can call him tomorrow. We'll give him all the love in the world. Talked to Harry myself a couple days uh, yesterday. He's doing well. He's in good spirits. Everything's going to be fantastic. Um, now, last week, I'm sorry, two weeks ago when we were here, I put a freaking shellacking on the listeners, okay? An absolute, no, no, it was an absolute shellacking. And the list was, again, this was famous sidekicks, okay? At quarterback, I had Spock. My running backs were Robin from Batman and Mini-Me from Austin Powers. I had, my wide receivers were Fezzik from The the Princess Bride, Cal Norton Jr. from Talladega Nights. My flex was Silent Bob. My tight end was Chewbacca. My defense was Walter Sobchak. And my kicker was Wade Garrett. Stole Chewbacca from That was a winner, man. That's a winner. You can't top that, all right? The listeners had Watson from um, Sherlock, Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. George Costanza and Tonto were the running backs. Dwight Schrute and Goose were the wide receivers. Cato was the flex. Mike Ehrentrout, I, I, from Breaking He's Bad. He's a murderer, man. He's a murderer at, at the tight end. B.A. Baracus at the Best defense. defense out there. And also Kramer, Cosmo Kramer, as the kicker. So they lost, but now we're moving on because we have a new... This is a new contest, right? Let's see if the list can. Now, again, I also want to mention the fact that if you ever want to take Luigi on heads up in a category of your choosing here at Moonshine, all you have to do is come in to Moonshine. You, 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 you message me on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy, or at LuigiCurdo22. You tell me you want to take part in the Luigi vs. Listeners Fantasy Showdown. We play heads up. If you win, you will win a $50 gift card to Moonshine. All you got to do is beat me. 
if you lose, you hand me one American dollar. You come in the next week, you hand me one American dollar, and you eat crow, which is prepared here 27 different ways by the fantastic chefs back here at Moonshine. Great chefs. I had the meatballs again. You had the, you, you've, been, you've been stuck on those meatballs, oh, buddy. So good. You've been stuck on those meatballs. You've got to watch them, though, man. They sneak up on you. Yeah, they now, are they spicy? No. Nah, I like a spicy meatball, man. No, nah, these are stuffed. I like a spicy meatball. James Brown saying sloth on defensive end. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Sloth would have been a good sidekick. But, again, we're moving on to this week. So the first pick has already been made. And it's all, it's, this is famous sidekicks in history, and it's only cartoon characters. The first pick was made by Jason Nemroff for the listeners, and he went strong. Right out of the gate, he went quarterback. He went the genie from Aladdin. Total great pick. That's a solid pick. That's a great pick. That's a way to start it for the listeners. Now, Charlie over here is already taking a look at Twitter, and you can hashtag the show, hashtag Funkin' Fantasy, and you can chime in, and you can be part of the program yourself, as well as with, with calling in at 619-924-98. Seven four. Now it's my pick. You see how it works? We alternate picks, and Charlie's going to be helping out with some of the listeners as well. Yep. I'm going to go running back myself. I'm I'm waiting for this one. I'm going running back myself. I, you know me. I like the short PPR guys. This guy is electric. He is lightning. All right, and will never let you down. He's always there. He gets you in a you know gets you out of a, a, a tight situation. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the, the the little yellow fella. I'm going with Pikachu at running back. Damn, he's got speed and he's got he's agility. got speed out the ass agility. He's, fa- he's lightning quick. Lightning quick. All right? So you see how this works? It's like Darren Sproles. He is like Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles is a guy who may or may not be coming off the injury list this week. And we'll get to the injury report coming up because we have some breaking news on that as well. So let's dive, right, let's dive right into the MVPs this week, shall we, Charlie? Yeah, let's go. Last Thursday night, we had Kirk Cousins at the Rams. Uh, Kirk. Ooh, what happened over I hate moving things. Kirk Cousins at the Rams. He went 36 to 50, 422 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks, Four rushes, 28 yards, 43.8 points out of Kirk. You like that? I like that. that. People do like that who started. A lot of people were staying off of Kirk Cousins going through the race. That Rams defense is good, but they do give up points. And Kirk Cousins, listen, man, they almost got shut out by Buffalo the week before to go up to L.A. on short notice, right? And then go, you know, the short, you know, it's a dangerous situation for, for the Minnesota Vikings, but they showed up. All right? Now, here we go. Uh... Adam hooked on a Thielen, eight receptions, 135 yards, one touchdown, 24 and a half points. Jared Goff, same game, different team, 26 of 43, 465 yards, five touchdowns passing, two rushes for seven yards, 56.7 points. He was your overall MVP of the week, Jared Goff. Cooper, fill up my damn cup. Nine receptions, a buck 62, two touchdowns, 35.7 points. Cooper Cup had a nice little bust out game. He was un. He was basically uncoverable. And the, the Rams wide receivers were running free all game long. Yeah. And I have people holding already here uh, on the phone lines. I'm going to have to just hang tight for a minute. Let me get through these MVPs. Uh, Andy Dalton, not all gingers are bad apparently here, Charles. No. 29 to 41, 337 yards, three touchdowns and a pick, two rushes for 13 yards, 31.3 points. Uh, Maddie, their soul. Maddie has made it his mission to make me eat crow all damn year ice. <laughs> All right, continues his F.U. Luigi Curto campaign of 2018. Goes 29 to 39, 419 yards, three touchdowns, two rushes for five yards, 38 and a half points. Matt Ryan is basically, uh, listen, man, he is the, he, he could be the steal of the fantasy uh, of, of, of the fantasy as far as quarterbacks go. Because again, Matt he would have like one or two games he fizzle out. And then he was always just like he'd always just fall off. He would always fall off. But the, the, the fact that you know Devontae Freeman has been able to play and the emergence of rookie Calvin Ridley, who I told everyone the freaking draft. He, he, Matt Ryan is putting up MVP-type numbers right now. Without getting the ball to Julio. Like, that's, the, that's the other thing. 
is that Julio is actually quietly having a very good season. He gets eight or nine receptions for like 100, 115 yards, which is fantastic. Exactly. It's just the touchdowns aren't there right now. That's what's troubling here. And it's going to be interesting to see how that develops going further. Now, uh, we also have Mitchell Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky had a bust-out game. 19-26, yeah. 354 yards, six touchdowns, zero picks, three rushes for 53 yards. He almost paced the, the – the, he literally paced the, the Chicago Bears' running attack, 53 yards rushing, 55.3 points. Almost takes over the number one spots. He finished number two this week in MVP. Tariq Cohen, 13 carries, 53 yards. Um, but he had seven receptions for 121 yards and a score with 26.9 points. Tariq Cohen outdid Jordan Howard this week. And I'll talk about Jordan Howard in my, uh, my SOBs of the week. And then Taylor Gabriel, seven receptions for 104 yards, two touchdowns, 26.9 points. Uh, Zeke Elliott home against the Lions. There was people, you know, people that drafted Zeke was good for them to see the, the return finally come into their investment. Yeah. 25 carries, 152 yards, four receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown, 32 points. Dak Prescott actually played a little better in this game himself. Uh, he didn't look as, yeah, surprisingly, he didn't look as terrible uh, as, he's, as he has in, the, in the, uh, the weeks prior. Did you see what Chris Carter said, though? No, I don't really pay attention to what Chris <laughs> Carter says too much. Why? What did he say? He said, oh, it was the return of that Dallas offense. No, no, no. Let's pump the brakes <laughs> on that one, then. So, Golden Tate, I mean, Tate, eight receptions, 132 yards, two touchdowns, 30.2 points. Uh, how about the Packers' defense? You know, we really don't mention defenses too much on this no. on this program, except for the Bears' defense, which has become unbelievable since Khalil Mack has, has arrived. He's a monster. You know, a, a la John Gruden making one of the probably – this is going to go down as one of the worst trades in Raiders' history. He's going to haunt him right? so bad. I, actually, I'll ask an opinion from the back. Tony Bruno in the back right there, would you not agree that the, the Khalil Mack trade by John Gruden by the Raiders could, not, could possibly be the worst trade in Oakland Raiders' history, if not one of the top 20 trades, worst trades in NFL history? Especially for that franchise alone. I mean, he's a, a transitional type player. I mean, oh, yeah. he's unbelievable. You saw what he did the first game there against Green Bay. Yeah. He single-handedly almost won that game for the Bears by himself in the first half. Totally. Okay? So now, uh, they had 32 points. Defensive player of the year? I mean, he's looking that way. Uh, pretty much right now, yes. Uh, well, Earl Thomas is basically taking himself out of that running after he yeah. broke his leg. So, him 32 Cox. points. Uh, every defense should be doing this against the Buffalo Bills. It was a shutout. Okay, they pissed a shutout. Uh, Marcus Mariota home against the Eagles, 30th, 43, 344 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, 10 rushes for 46 yards, one touchdown, 34.6 points. Corey Davis, Corey Davis, ladies and gentlemen, baby T.O., as I like to call him, he had uh, nine receptions for 161 yards, one touchdown, which was the game winner in overtime against yeah. Philadelphia. And also, that was his first touchdown of the season and career. So with that, we say to you, Mr. Davis. Oh, you broke it, Jerry. Welcome to the league, my friend. And with his 26.6 points on my flipping bench, which is one of the reasons why, I, yes, he was on my bench I, I this week. Too, did the same he thing. was on my bench. I played Jordan Howard at the flex. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I saw Jordan Howard against Tampa. It was a no-brainer for me. I mean, Corey Davis was, it was a strong play himself. But when you have Jordan Howard there, you play him. I mean, I, just, I couldn't see Corey Davis doing what he did, and I definitely didn't foresee uh, that kind of a beatdown going on basically by Trubisky himself. Yeah. Carson Wentz. In second game back in action here after the ACL injury, 33 of 50, 348 yards, two scores, no picks, two rushes for eight yards, 28.8 points. Looked a lot better. Still looks a little slow on the release of some plays, a little timid. But uh, a little scared sometimes. I don't say scared. I, I, I think Carson still likes to force some throws that he shouldn't be forcing yet. They shouldn't be forcing in some tight windows. He almost threw it up for him there, and, it, and it, as he almost threw it, uh, threw it away for the Eagles there at the end of the game. Uh, before they went to overtime trying to force the ball to Zach Ertz. Yep. Uh, linebacker already covering Ertz, could have jumped that route and picked it off very easily. Luckily for the Eagles, they got a chance to play in overtime, but did lose. Alshon Jeffrey, welcome back. Eight receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown, 24 and a half points. I'd say he's elite, wouldn't you? No. 
No. Alshon Jeffrey is not an elite wide receiver. <laughs> Deshaun, don't call me Randy Watson. At Indy, uh, in an overtime win, 29 out of 42, 375 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, six rushes for 41 yards, one touchdown on the run on the uh, on the ground for himself, 36.1 points. Deshaun, I mean, listen, I mean, he looked pretty good. Yeah. He looked pretty good. Uh, he's getting better and better. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, 10 receptions, 169 yards. I mean, this guy just probably the most uncoverable wide receiver in the league right now. Yeah. One touchdown, 27.9 points. Andrew Luck, uh, he may have lost in reality, but in the fantasy world, which is all we care about here on Funkin' Fantasy, he was the winner in this game, 48-62. 62 freaking passes. If if his arm was, wasn't was hurting before the game, oh, it's hurting, it's hurting today. All right, it's, They were worried about Andrew Luck throwing the ball. Yeah. They let him fire away 62 times, man, 62 times, uh. which is basically saying – Feel free to deploy Andrew Luck every single week because the, the amount of uh, – the, 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 Frank the, Reich, I thought he was better than that. I don't think Frank Reich really cares. No. I think he knows that he has no running back there. Well, we'll get to Naheem Himes in a minute. Yeah. But they really don't have any other choice but to throw the football there in Indianapolis. They have their running their, – their run blocking is up front with their front five. Um, just is, is just not no, – it's just not good. They're not a good run blocking offensive line. Uh, but anyway, he was 464, four touchdowns, zero picks, three rushes for 11 yards, and 49.1 points. And Naeem Himes, who I just mentioned, um, who the fuck is that guy? That is the running back for the, the, the Indianapolis Colts, the rookie there. He had four carries for 10 yards, but nine receptions for 63 yards and two touchdowns, 23.8 points. Uh, tip of the cap to Adam Vinatieri as well as he becomes the NFL all-time leader in field goals made. Congrats. Vinatieri, yeah, man, listen, that guy's been kicking it for a long time. 43 years old, I believe. I think he's 43 or 44. Is he 44? He's 45, ladies and gentlemen. 45 years old. Mazel tov to Adam Minitari. I don't remember him not being in the league. Like, I really don't. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, the, the earliest memory I have of Adam Minitari is, uh, you know, obviously the, the snow, game, snow game, you know, when they're digging everything out. But if you go back, I mean, think that was 15 years ago, dude. It's a long time ago. Anyway, so, you know. Congratulations to Madden Benvenuti. Tom Brady against the Finns, 23 of, 40, uh, 23 of 35, 274, three touchdowns, one pick, 29 points. But it's about to get better for Tom because Julian Edelman's suspension is over. And his favorite target is about to come back. All right? So now things Tom Brady owners start, start understanding they're going to get a lot more Tom Brady-esque performances. All right? Let's get back up into this uh, over 350 passing, four touchdown yeah. type of thing. Uh, Gronkowski a little banged up. We'll talk about him in the injury report He's got coming Josh up. Josh Gordon too now. He does have Josh Gordon, who we'll, we'll we'll mention in a moment too. James White eight carries, 44 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he paced the receiving core as well with eight receptions for 68 yards and a score, 27.2 points. Uh, worth mentioning again that Josh Gordon did see his first action as a Patriot. He had two receptions, 32 yards, 4.2 points. Looks like the hamstring held up okay. He's going to be good to go for this week as well. Blake Bortles against the Jets. Now Blake's an interesting name. He's being talked a lot about this upcoming week. We spoke about him a little bit during the fantasy pre, uh, the, the fantasy uh, spectacular that we had before the show. Yeah. I mean, before the fantasy season started where we did the big show, we did the big draft here. And Blake Bulls is one of these under-the-radar guys who we were talking about that if he ever got some weapons around him, um, you know, what could he really do? And he had Allen Robinson. He had Allen Hearns. I mean, those are serious freaking weapons there. Yeah. Hearns now in Dallas, Robinson over in Chicago. And they both leave. And now we have, you know, we have Cole, yep. Keenan Cole, and Dee Dee Westbrook. I lost Keenan. Uh, you lost Keenan Cole. Ah, oh, buddy. I hate that. I hate I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. But anyway, 
you know, we were thinking like, you know, he just lost his best weapons. Now he has these two guys, and he's performing again at elite level fantasy quarterback numbers. So we got to start paying attention to Blake Bortles here. But he was against the Jets, 29 to 38, 388 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, three rushes for 28 yards, which is what he does, 31.8 points. Derek Carr, home against the Raiders, snaps the Browns' one-game winning streak. <laughs> all right, in overtime, the comeback, 45-42. Carr was 35 of 58, 437 yards, four touchdowns, two picks, two rushes for one yard. Why even carry the ball? For uh, 45.1 points. Jared Cook, eight receptions, 110 yards, two touchdowns, 27 points. He is the most valuable member of that Oakland Raiders receiving court, the tight end Jared Cook. And Nick Chubb for Cleveland. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Three carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns, 26 and a half points. Nick Chubb. Literally, he was giving me a chub because he was just busting off 40, 50-yard runs, man. It was amazing to see this. Miles Davis, not the jazz musician, okay. uh, but the running back for the Seahawks in Arizona, 21 carries, 101 yards, two scores, four receptions for 23 yards, 26.4 points. Again, interesting to note that Earl Thomas, we all know by now the safety for the Seahawks, uh, and the last member, last member of that Legion of Boom team out there, he broke his leg, and as he's getting, drove, he's getting driven off the field, uh, you know, by the by the card, he flipped off his own teammates. All right, basically saying, you know, f you, everybody, I'm out of here. He's gone. <laughs> Earl Thomas broke his leg. He's finished, and uh, his time in um, Seattle Seattle is coming to an end, I would presume as well. Yeah. Uh, a few a few other guys I mentioned here: Alvin Kamara at the Giants. What else can I say about AK? 19 carries, 134 yards, three freaking touchdowns, uh, five receptions for 47 yards, 39.6 points. Mark Ingram will be coming back, however. Kamara has basically cemented himself here as that lead back. Yes, yes. C.J. Beathard at the Chargers after losing Jimmy Garoppolo for the season last week in Kansas City. The Niners go with, with Beathard, and he almost pulls the huge upset against the Los Angeles Chargers. 23-37, 298 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, though, but seven carries for 19 yards, 25.9 points. How about Greg Kittle? You know who Greg Kittle is? No, I do not. He is the tight is. end for the San Francisco 49ers, but get used to that name because he's the number one wide receiver out there as well. Six receptions, 125 yards, and a score, 24.5 points. Phillip Rivers, 25-39, 250 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. He just keeps chugging along. Four rushes for minus three yards. Four rushes for minus three yards. That's awful. <laughs> Kareem Hunt uh, last night uh, in mile high. He had 19 carries for 121 yards and a score, three receptions for 54 yards, 26 and a half points. Those are your MVPs. Before we get into the SOBs, Charlie, you're looking at your phone. Are we got somebody doing something on Twitter? We, we got, got some some Jason Emeroff, but I can't tell you what's going on here. He's got some really good picks. Oh, he's making picks. He's making picks for our listeners. Okay. If you guys need help, go take a look at what Jason Emeroff All right, so you go to Add Funk and Fantasy. But before we go to Add Funk and Fantasy, we're going to go to the phones. So we're going to go to the phones first before I get to my SOBs. We're going to take a phone call because this guy's been holding for a while. So... I don't have a, a call screener, so again, just like Stevie won at the airport, we're flying blind here. <laughs> so let's just go to 610-731, 610-731. You're on the Funkin' Fantasy. Hello. What up, Luigi? What up, Jose? Nothing much. We're, what up, Jack in the back? What up? Say what up. Don't forget oh, what up. That's what up, right. What up, Catfish Charlies? What up, Catfish Charlies? What up, What Jose? up, Quills? What up, Bandrias? What up, Hoffmans? What up, the waitress? <laughs> you, you, say, you say what up? You say what up, the rich? Rich is here. What up, Rich? You know who else is here right now? Uh uh-uh. uh. Tony and Robin are here too, buddy. What up, Bruno? What up, <laughs> Academy Award actress? <laughs> Jose's now. Tony's coming back tomorrow night. You know that, right? You'll be t- you'll be tuning in. 
Yeah, because there's one reason why I'm tuning in. And why is that, buddy? I can't tell you what we have tomorrow night. I'm not. They're not on this program. It's a, it's a fantasy football show. <laughs> mm-hmm. So tomorrow, I'll, I'll okay. play it for you tomorrow. Tomorrow night, we'll play it for you. Because we got a late night tilt. Okay. Late night tilt for the, uh, for, the, for the fly guys. All right? So we'll get to that tomorrow. But for now, it's, it's fantasy football time. So, Jose, what's on the docket for tonight? What do you got for us, brother? All right. I got two things on the docket, yo. Can we give, uh, can we give Earl Thomas one of those, yo? Oh, absolutely, Jose. I would, I would love to. Now, I, I mean, Jose. After he just got injured in yep. Arizona, yep. he decides to go flip the bird action, yo. I know. To his own teammates, Jose, nonetheless. Now, that doesn't really bode well for a guy entering free agency coming off a broken leg. He should be coming off a broken finger oh. in that freaking locker room after someone went in there and t- ripped it off of him. But that's neither here nor there. Yep. We don't condone violence on this program. <laughs> Other than mm-hmm. that, I, other than that, number two. Um, before I get to my other point, I got a brand. I got a revamp cave, yo. You got a revamp cave. In other words, Luigi's. I got a revamp basement, yo. Oh, Jose. Action. Nice, nice, buddy. Nice. What'd you do? Did you like? Got me a recliner, a sofa, a fan, a. Uh, a talking remote control. Beautiful. Now, did, did, the good folks have Xfinity. Did you lay a little? Did you lay a some DVD ni- player? Did you lay some nice carpets? So, uh, you can lay some pipe too, or what? Say again, Luigi. Did you, did you lay down some nice carpets? You can lay start laying some pipe too, or what? I got some great carpeting down here. I bet you did, Jose. So now you're all now yes, you're I now, did. now you're all set up, right? Now were you were you drinking a few Miller Lights down there in the basement watching the Eagles play on Sunday? Uh, I watched it upstairs, but. Before I further more discuss the Eagles, can we give them one of those? Yes, we can, Jose. Can you explain to me, Luigi's, why we let this team march up and down the field on three converted fourth downs before they finally punched it in the end zone and not played defense yeah, the of course. rest of the game? I can explain it right now. But they are who we thought they were. We let him off the hook. And they let him off the hook. Now, I, let's, let's be honest. I, I, I'll, I'll give you my honest assessment, my non-biased assessment here of the Philadelphia Eagles thus far through week four, okay? And I'm very objective when it comes to the Eagles. I know you are, Jose. You and me, are, we're, 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 we're two of a kind over here, my friend. Here's the deal. Yes, sir. The Eagles lost that game because they deserve to lose that game. Yes, that defense was horrendous. That was a terrible effort. I mean, that, that front seven couldn't even touch Mariota. They couldn't. T- they got caught and contained. Okay, They're, the, the secondary. Again, I've been saying this since week one. Jalen Mills is getting picked on. Yes, Offensive coordinators from other teams are scheming against thirty-one, and that's nothing. Ag- Listen, it's nothing against the guy. The guy was a seventh-round pick. Yeah. He's been an overachieving player. He works hard. He gives. He makes a play every once in a while, but he gets picked on because he gets beat. He's he's not that damn good. Now, I understand he won a Super Bowl last year for the Philadelphia Eagles. He helped win a Super Bowl. Yes, he sir. also got torched in that Super Bowl, yes, too. Okay? He got torched in that Super Bowl. I don't remember st- him stopping anyone. Do you? No. Tom Brady never punted, right? No. No. No one did. No one stopped anyone. Yeah. All I'm saying is, is that that secondary is not playing the way it should be playing. That front seven isn't playing anywhere near what they expected to be playing. And let's, get, let's be honest here. The offense has been slightly anemic. 
I'd say the interior of the defensive lines are playing great. Well, 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 listen, with Nada and Cox, okay, they have been playing well. But as far as the outside rushes by no. Brandon Graham, you know, Derek Barnett, the second-year player now, Chris Long, all these other guys, you know, again, the Eagles might be one of the deepest, you know, deepest um, at depth at the defensive line. And I, I think they're still the, the best defensive line when, you know, obviously when they're performing the way they're supposed to be performing. But right now they're not. And – I don't know what's missing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's this whole, like, you know, we got to, you know, get behind ourselves, get this whole team mentality and rah, rah, rah crap. Or they just got to look at themselves and go, okay, last year was last year. It's over. The Super Bowl high is done. It's week four. And you better understand something. You can't just turn it on and off. I don't know if that's what they're expecting. They're just going to flick a switch and all of a sudden everything's going to be beautiful once again and they're going to be this dominant football team. They need to start asserting dominance on the, on the defensive end of the field. And here's the other thing is that I also think that Jim Schwartz is just gotten completely exposed. I think he's gotten completely exposed. Last year, okay, last year, I think it worked. I think it worked for a little while. But now... You, not and, this year. No, not this year at all, Jose. You're right. And now the Eagles losing McLeod for the year, too. He's done down another safety. One of the, not, again, not a premier safety in the league, but one of the better players. But an integral part of this Eagles secondary. Yeah. It's now forcing Sidney Jones to play a little bit more Ronald Darby, things like that. But I think that's, that, that his, his scheme overall has just been figured out. I, 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 think, I actually do believe that if the Eagles continue to hemorrhage points like this in yards, He's gotta lose his job. I, I think he, you may start putting a guy like Schwartz on the hot seat and start to, the exit strategy from Schwartz. I, I do believe that. Again, now this isn't me saying, oh, my God, the sky is falling and everything. I still believe the Eagles are going to be okay. I still think they're going to win the division. I don't foresee them going back to the Super Bowl this year. I made my prediction earlier in the year already, which is also looking like crap. But the same, so it goes to show how much I know. Mm-hmm. But the um, I'm also I'm the guy who said that the Arizona Cardinals are going to make the playoffs, and Sam Bradford is going to stay healthy for the whole year. Now he might not start every game, but he's going to stay healthy as a third-string quarterback. All right, now that I can guarantee to you. Can I just I, say one thing about Schwartz? Of course you can. When he's not blitzing, he's making it harder on his defensive line by. The offensive line knows who the hell they're blocking. They don't have to worry about somebody blitzing in. Just blitz. What's it? Oh, uh, be- drives me nuts. Before you comment, yo, can we give the tackles Johnson and Peter one of those? Yeah, I think. Uh, I think they're, Jason. I think Jason Peters. They're not pass blocking like no. like they were last year. No, I, I think Jason Peters is is on a very oh. very quick decline. And he has been for the past couple of years. But even, listen, at one point for the last three years, I mean, I'll take 60% of Jason Peters oh, over yeah. about any other tackle in the league. But now mm-hmm. I, I think it's just, you know, father time and the injuries and everything starting to come. I mean, he's a big man, dude. The Achilles injury and everything. This is I, a second I, Achilles yep. It's a second Achilles injury. And Lane Johnson, again, man, I, I don't know. He's, he's making a lot of mental mistakes, which is kind of killing me. If anything, I mean, the one guy that uh, who I will praise Who's been playing pretty well is Kelsey. Kelsey's yes. been playing pretty well in the middle, that so I got to give that one block he missed. But that, I mean, I, I know the block you're talking about, which would have sprung, which would have sprung um, uh, Aguilar for about another 20 yards. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, it's just it's a center getting all the way up. It's yeah. going to center getting 20 yards up the field. Yeah. But anyway, forget about the. I'm done talking about the Eagles. Jose, what else you got? Well, in the meantime, can we get can we get to the greatest analytic? Franchise and all the baseball, real quick, since the season's over. Okay, Jose, I'll give you the Phillies for 30 seconds. Go ahead, go for it. I don't buy what McClintock said about 
Wait, guy, we had the fourth best free agent class in baseball, yo. I don't buy it, yo. The pitcher we got for $30 million got an ERA that finished the season above four, yo. I don't want to hear about Santana's on-base percentage, yo. I don't want to hear about Tommy Hunters and Nishaks and the cast of thousands in the bullpen, yo. We stunk. We improved. We get it. We could have won 90 games, Mr. McClintock and Mr. McPhail's. While everybody else is having hot dogs and brewskis and uh, Miller Lights down that playoff central in each and every corner of the baseball land, we're sitting here waiting for free agency. Jose, I dare to say, I, I, I'm going to wrap up Jose's little statement right there with one of these. I am pissed off. Jose is not happy about the way the boys of summer did him dirty towards the end of it. Oh, yeah. But, Jose, we, we, but listen, man, it's over. Now we just look forward to next year and... Another fun-filled season well of Gabe Kapler. Back to Florida again. Now, I have a Gabe Kapler signed baseball in my glove box right now. Do you really? Yes, I'm going to give it away. To the worst listener? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting for Juan from Alabama to call back soon uh, so I can give it to him. I miss Juan. Remember Juan from Alabama? I do remember him. Everybody loves about. the racer. White power! <laughs> Love Juan from Alabama. Anyway. Let me guess. The Crimson Tide continues to be untested for another week this week. That's right, Jose. Roll damn tide. Now, Jose, now do you have a pick for the listeners yeah. for the for, for famous cartoon sidekicks? Yeah, um, sure. I'm going to go um, Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner, yo. Yeah, but Wiley Coyote, was, they, Wiley Coyote wasn't his sidekick. He was like his arch nemesis. Yeah, they, they fight each other. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, I grew up with the, in the cartoon era, but... um. But, I, like I said, I grew up watching the Looney Tunes, the Bugs Bunny, and the uh, and all, and, uh, Daffy Ducks, and, oh, I know, that dog in the Martian. <laughs> that dog in the Martian? In the Looney Tune cartoons. Yeah, the Martian dude with the helmet. Marvin the Martian? Marvin the, the Martian? The Martian dog. Uh, he's his own. He's, he's his own. He's his own man. He doesn't have a sidekick, though. He's like, he's, he's not really a sidekick. Jose, we're going to let Charlie make a pick for you. Don't worry about it, man. All right, cool. Next week you got Other it. Other than that, um, Luigi's, um, you know what I spent my day doing last week? Other than watching non-related sports stuff? I have no idea, Jose. What up, hearings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's been a... Did it's you been... have a bad day, yo? Yeah. Did you have a job interview, yo? Exactly. Jose. Did you feel like hell, yo? <laughs> yes, Jose. That's what I watched last week. Jose, that was epic, man. That was that was the entire that was the entire proceedings right there. Done. <laughs> exactly done in 30 seconds. Jose, listen, man, I gotta let you rock and roll, yeah. but we will talk to you tomorrow night, buddy. Okay? Yeah, I can't wait to open the bow on the Bruno podcast yet again All right, for another my... for another rendition. Damn right, Jose. Stay tuned tomorrow, yo. Absolutely. Will do. Give you a warm round of applause, Jose. Jose, everybody. Later, Jose. Man, Jose was all over the goddamn globe tonight, yes, man. Yes, he was. All right, so, Charlie, you got to make a pick here. All right, for Jose's pick? Yeah, for Jose's pick. I, I think Jose watched Scooby-Doo. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with Scrappy-Doo as a running back. All right, Scrappy's a decent pick. Scrappy's a different pick. Uh, I'm going to go flex. Take my flex right now. All right. I need a guy 
who I, I like I like this guy because he can get in the tight places, mm-hmm. in and out of holes and stuff like that. But he's always he's always pondering what I'm pondering. Okay. You know, he's always thinking what I'm thinking. I'm think I'm taking Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. Uh, I'm taking Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. That's your flex. That's yeah. a good one. Now Charlie's girlfriend Jess is over here right now. She's just staring off at his face like I don't know what these freaking guys are talking about. There's just morons <laughs> over here. But, so speaking of morons and SOBs, let's get into the SOBs from last week. Dalvin Cook coming back from a hamstring injury at the Rams. He had 10 carries for 20 yards, two points. Austin Hooper against the Bengals. He's the wide receiver for the uh, Atlanta Falcons, if anyone you know, doesn't know that. He had one reception for 19 yards, 2.9 points. Ryan Fitzpatrick at Chicago. Ah, that Fitzmagic, Ah, Fitzmagic is over. <laughs> 9 to 18, 126 yards, zero touchdowns, one pick, benched for Jameis Winston. During that was the game, a short leash, wasn't it? Yes. Now dun, 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 dun. it was. No, listen, it wasn't just a short, but it was. You saw the come down happen the week prior yep. against Philadelphia. I mean, not against Philadelphia. I'm sorry, but the week prior. And this week, I mean, he looked horrible. I, don't, I mean, the old Jets. I, yeah, he looked terrible. So again, and Winston was available. They were going to go back to Winston eventually at some point. Yeah. Okay, but you ride the hot hand until it rides you. And uh, it, it, rode, them it rode them pretty bad in that game. So, anyway, moving on. Jordan Howard on the other sideline. He screwed me <laughs> without even buying me dinner first. No. 11 carries for 25 yards, 2.5. Game was a blowout. That's just why Jordan Howard really didn't play much. So, I can't really fault them too much for not having him out there. But at the same time, come on, bro. Yeah. Luke Wilson uh, at Dallas. Not Owen Wilson. Uh, he had one reception, 1.6 yards. Ryan Tannehill at New England who was benched for Brock Osweiler. This is when it's time to reevaluate your life. Yeah. When you are benched for Brock Osweiler in any facet of life. Peyton Manning retired because of that. Exactly. <laughs> he understood. I got benched for Brett Osweiler. Yeah. For Brock Osweiler. I'm done. All right? Uh, but anyway, Tannehill was 11 to 20 for 100 yards, one pick, one rush for zero yards. Uh, Kenyon Drake, hate the Drake this week, he fell, uh, he fell forward three times for three yards. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Every New York Jet, every New York Jet uh, at Jacksonville, he sucked. Drew Brees at the Giants. Now, I know the Giants have one of the better pasties in the league. Yes. But come on, Drew. Seriously, bro. Seriously, 18-32 for only 217 yards. No touchdowns? No touchdowns? Yeah. 7.9 points. Uh, Michael Thomas, again, who's been a complete – he has been the bust-out fantasy freaking wide receiver of the year. Uh, he only had four receptions, 47 yards, 8.7 points. Uh, Mike Williams against the Niners. Mike was on the uh, a tear lately, mm-hmm. uh, and then he went on against against one of the worst secondaries in football. Yeah. Uh, shows up in the Niners, and he only goes one reception, 15 yards. Uh, Case Keenum last night against the poorest Kansas City secondary, 21 to 33, 245, zero touchdowns at a pick, 7.8 slipping points. You put Leonard Fournette in there for me because... No, but I will mention him right now in the rookie report. Well, actually, no, I won't mention him because he was a rookie last year. Yeah. But Fournette, you can't, you can't get mad at a guy who, had, who got injured. Now, I'm going to talk about that in a second, uh, though. So, Calvin Ridley, home against Cincinnati. Four receptions, 54 yards, two scores. Again, this is the rookie report. Uh, carry on, carry on. Johnson at Dallas, nine carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Michael Gallup against the, uh, for the Cowboys wide receivers. He had two receptions. Bust out for him, 45 yards. Josh Allen at Green Bay. Come back down to earth game for Joshy Poo. 16-33 for uh, 151 yards, zero touchdowns, two picks. 
Uh, let's see here. We mentioned uh, Naheem Hines in the MVPs. Sonny Michael, first start for the New England Patriots, 25 carries for 112 yards. Sam Darnold at Jacksonville. He had 17 to 34 for Buck 67 and a score. Baker Mayfield, his first start at Oakland, 21 to 41, 295, two touchdowns, two picks. Not bad. Not bad. Nick Chubb, he was uh, mentioned in the MVPs. Miles Davis, running back at Arizona. He was an MVP as well. Josh Rosen, home against the Seattle team. 15, 27, 180 yards and a score. And Saquon Barkley, again, he's still proven his merit of being drafted in the first round. Home against the Saints, 10 carries, 44 yards and a score. I just say if pee in your pants is cool, call me Miles Davis. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Injury report, Tyler Eifer for the tight, tight end for the Bengals. Uh, broke his right ankle and is done for the year. That's three years in a row now for uh, that the, the TE has ended up on the IR for the Bengals. So Tyler Croft and CJ Uzama will get increased work, but look for Uzama to overtake Croft as number one. No, not Ushmanzada. Remember that, TJ, who's your mama? Leonard Fournette tweaked that hamstring. We just mentioned that earlier against the, uh, he's going to miss, he missed the last two weeks with that. I think they rushed him back a little bit for me. I don't think they need to rush him back this week, but they did. And again, that hamstring, man, if you don't treat it properly from the first time it happens, it will always sneak up on you, man. Always creep back up on you to hurt you. Rob Gronkowski. Yes, it probably will. Rob Gronkowski, he left Sunday's game against Miami with an ankle injury. The Pats say it's no big deal, but it's a quick turnaround. He's going to be questionable this week. Uh, Thursday night against Indianapolis, so we'll see how that goes. Will Fuller, um, he, he had a hamstring, but Bill O'Brien said he could have he easily come back into the game if they needed him. Yeah. He just couldn't run all the routes properly, but we'll wait and see on him. O.J. Howard is going to miss two to four weeks with an MCL sprain. Uh, Geronimo Allison, he's in concussion protocol. Will Disley, the, Seahawk, the, the Seahawk tight end, is done for the year with a knee injury, which means Nick Vanette is now the number one tight end there, which is not saying much. <sighs> God. That was crazy. People still checking in on Facebook Live. Sorry for the videos, guys, and people that are chiming in on, on Twitter. Twitter's working just fine. Yes, it is. As usual, ruining my life. Now, <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to the Twitter sphere, and let's take, a, let's take a pick from the listeners. All right. All right. Now, the listeners have the genie from Aladdin at quarterback and Scrappy-Doo at running back. It's your pick. Where are you going? All right. We're going with Patrick Starr. From Street Bryce. And we're putting him in the flex. You taking he Patrick? He's a jack of all trades. Took my pick, man. He is absolutely an all-star sidekick if I have to Patrick say Strong, man. I, I like Patrick. That was going to be my pick. Uh, I was going to go Patrick next. So now... <sighs> the listeners got... I mean, they're feeding me some great ones. That's good. All right. I'm going running back. All right. I'm taking Snarf from Thundercats. Ah. <laughs> taking Snarf from Thundercats. My favorite cartoon and quite possibly the greatest cartoon in the history of fucking cartoons. Snarf. <laughs> Thundercats. So, yeah, we were talking about some, you know, the, the emergence now. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the suspension being done now with Julian Edelman. What's yeah. that going to prove for the New England Patriots offense? and how that's going to ease up guys like Philip Dorsett and Josh Gordon. On the outside now, Chris Hogan as well. It's going to open a lot of things up. And what I'm, what I'm interested to see is just how fast Edelman hits the ground right now. A guy like Edelman, see, usually when a guy comes off suspension, you know, he'll play. But for me, I don't really like to throw him right out there. 
But a guy like Edelman is someone who I, I, you know, I don't think he misses a beat with Tom. Never. You know, I think if you drafted Edelman and if you got him in like the fifth, sixth, seventh round, which is where you should have gotten him, yeah. somewhere around there, and then you waited on him, um, I think you thrust him right out there. Yeah. I think you have no problem starting him. I think he's a, he's a, he's a must-play this week on a short notice against Indianapolis. He's probably the freshest Patriot wide receiver oh, there is, w- without a question. So, excuse me, pardon me. Um, he's got the surest hands, man. He does. He does have phenomenal hands. You ever, you ever, I mean, he's a football player's football player. You know what I mean? He could do. He could what do you mean? He's a football player's he football. He played quarterback in college. He's now a wide receiver in the pros. The dude just can play football. It's most neat. Just <laughs> God, man. That was the most like fanboy comment. I, do, I think the world Edelman, man. I think he's. A, he's you a think stud. the world? Are you, are you like? Are you salivating at all? No, I'm not. I wish right. he was an eagle, though. So would, 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 it, would, it, would it perk your tits up if I uh, if I told you I talked to Edelman? No, not really. If I had his phone number right now. No, nah, I mean. You I'd sure? Be, I'd be fine. All right. Yeah. Now, if it was Chase Utley. So my buddy, my buddy Frank <laughs> is a, is is a huge Tom Brady fan. Okay. Right? My buddy Frank, huge Tom Brady guy. And I had Edelman's number from a few years back. So, Frank's birthday, yeah. I reached out to Edelman to see if he can get Tom to call Frank for his birthday. Oh, that's cool. So, I, I did this. And this was all during the offseason. And Tom, was, he was, a, he was in, on vacation with, uh, with his wife and kids. Yep. Uh, but Edelman got back. And he's like, I'll try. And he, and, he, and he texted me back. And he said that he's on, a, he's on vacation right now, so he can't do it. Yeah. But I was just thinking, I was like, I told, I told Frank that. I said, Frank, what would have happened if, 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 if I would have made this go through? Yeah. And he said, I, I, I probably would have dropped dead. <laughs> I probably now, now, Frank's not exactly in the greatest shape in the world either. Yeah. But at the same time, he said he probably would have dropped dead. So I tried to make that happen. So I was just saying, if you want to talk to Julian, I can make that happen for you. No, Chase Utley would be the one, Luigi. If you make that happen. He's a bit of a dick. Is he? He's a bit, bit of a dick. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit of a dick. I know. I, I sorry, expect, I I sacrilege it. over here. He's a bit of a jerk. Yes. I like jerks. <laughs> Speaking of jerks, it's your pick. My for the, pick. Uh, Luigi for the listeners. All right. <laughs> I think this is my favorite sidekick of all time. All right. I'm taking him as a tight end, and I'm taking Bullwinkle J. Moose. Ah, you as bastard. my tight end, and I think that is the most solid. No, not even close. Oh, come on. Not even close, bro. Uh, let's see here. I'm going kicker. Taking him early. Oh, are I'm you? going kicker. I got the, the strongest foot on the whole field. I'm going donkey from Shrek. <laughs> oh, oh yes. Oh. Yes. Have Even just like that don- one. She laughed at that one a little have bit. You, have you seen a donkey fly? Have you ever seen a donkey fly? <laughs> yeah, I got to go donkey from Flesh. Now. I get text messages during my show. I'm the only person who's supposed to be doing a show and things are going on and people are texting me, they're chiming in and all this other stuff. But we're going to take it back to the listeners now because I want to keep moving along with this game So I want because this, this is fun for me. I'm having some fun tonight. So I'm going to keep it moving back to the listeners. Let's go back to Twitter. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's take one from the Twitter sphere. So give me the handle and what's the pick? All right. At Sluggo Hibbert. Who? Sluggo Hibbert. Who the hell are these people? He's followed me for a long time. He's- is he following me? I believe so. Is he following at Luigi Curto 22? looks like he's following at Funkin' Fantasy. All right, that's all that matters to me. That's a good job out of him. He's taking Stink. Or, I'm sorry, Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. Ah, that's a good one, too. Where's he going with him now? Uh, he asked me to put him in a spot. I'm going to go defense. Defense for Stimpy? I mean, where would you put Stimpy? I mean, you really can't put him in running back. He's a little slow. Yeah. I mean, Stimpy's maybe, good, though. Maybe he'd be, he'd be a good kicker. Nah, that's I, true. You know what? Somebody else has a good defense. I'm going to go with him a kicker. All right, you're taking the kicker. Okay. 
Stimpy's going in as a kicker. All right. I, I, I don't see. He's definitely not a wide receiver or running back. That's true. All right. Sidekick time for me. My pick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see here. What do I got left? I got a running back? You got both running backs. I got both running backs? Yeah, you got Pikachu and Snarf. I already took both my running backs? Yeah. Fuck. And you took your flex and you took your defense. Oh, it means I got to go wide receiver. Yeah. Hmm. I thought about Bullwinkle being Yeah, wide, wide receiver's receiver. tough, man. See, I took, I took Donkey already, right? Yeah. Donkey's off the board. Wait, Donkey wasn't your defense. He was your kick. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going wide receiver. All right. Got quick feet. Speed guy. Mm-hmm. Inside guy. Now, listen, he's got the potential to bust one. He's like a Tyreek Hill. Okay. He's got real quick feet. You ever see this guy run? You saw him run every single episode that this show aired. What is this? I'm taking Barney Rubble. Ah, I'm going Barney cool. Rubble at wide receiver. Now, he's short, again, short in stature, but he makes up for it with the speed. Great, great speed pick there. Appreciate that, buddy. Now, Reminds me of a Julian Edelman. Sort of like a, or, or, or a Tyreek Hill, like I said. Yeah. Okay, we can, use my, we can use my theory. But okay, I, I go, so what are we at right now? So... I got running backs are Pikachu and Snarf from Thunder. Make sure you got to write down Thundercats. People don't know who Snarf is. Uh, Barney People Rubble, wide receiver. Flex, uh, I got Pinky from, make sure you write Pinky in the brain. Yep. Uh, my kicker is Donkey from Shrek. And I haven't picked my defense yet. The listeners at quarterback have Genie from Aladdin. Their running back is Scrappy-Doo. Yep. Uh, their flex is Patrick Starr. Their tight end is Bullwinkle J. Moose. And the kicker is Stimpy. It's solid. Very solid That's right solid. Now. All right. Now, the phone lines are also open at 619-924-974. That's how you jump in and also can jump into this fa- uh, Luigi vs. Listeners Fantasy Showdown. Plus, you know, if you got some, some fantasy advice, I, ask, I answer a lot of questions online yeah. before the show starts during the week. And I don't really I, – I, I don't like to bring them back up again during the show because it's not topical anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? I've already answered the questions, things like that. Um, and I, before I get into my avoiding deploys for the week, I want to make one more pick. And we're like the listeners make it. So we're going to go back to Twitter, at Funkin' Fancy. Make sure you're hashtagging Funkin' Fancy to make your picks. And I think Charlie, you can make it in person. Oh, you can make it in person? Joe Quillen's got a pick? Yeah, he's got it a pick. It was your birthday. Get over here, you crazy son of a bitch. Make a pick. What do you got? You don't have to he's bring the whole... He's got a great one, too. Yeah, I just... You got to make that screeching freaking chair sound. <laughs> Sorry about that. Thank you. Go with Stop it. Stop right. the hammering. All right. He invented a doomsday machine. Okay. He can freeze time. Okay. Gave the two main characters a bunch of hard time. And they'll think your team is full of a bunch of dum-dums. Okay. The Great Gazoo. Okay. The Great Gazoo. Go old school. Go old school with the Gazoo. Yes, he is. I like that, but I'm going to beat that, though. I'm going to beat the it's Great Gazoo. Solid defense, man. Wait till you see this. I'm All taking right. my quarterback right now. All right, let's see All right, I'm taking the quarterback this. right now. This guy. He is the, the conductor of so many just epic missions, all right? And the football game is a mission, yes. all right? He can get you out of trouble. He's always there when you need him. Make, gives you the best advice, all right? Miracles can happen. They can happen to you too, Charles. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Jiminy motherfricking Cricket as my quarterback, bro. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's anybody you want in your corner other than Jiminy Cricket, I, you, you tell me, all right? I got Jiminy it, Cricket strong, all right? Now, let's go to my – now, again – we're going to move forward here with the uh, rest of this program. We're going to avoid and deploy. Now, again, every single week, 
I'm not the guy who tell you when to sit in, start Antonio Brown. I'm the guy who tell you when to sit Antonio Brown. I give you a few, a few avoid and deploys for the week. Basically, I start them, sit them, but not to copyright anyone. I make up my own thing. We call it avoid and deploy. Now, this week, I'm going to tell you to avoid Russell Wilson at the Rams. Mm -hmm. We're going to avoid Marshawn Lynch at the Chargers. We're going to avoid Alshon Jeffrey home against Minnesota, even though he came back and looked very good, yeah. very good against a tough Tennessee Titans defense. We're talking about a Minnesota Vikings team that's coming in your complete backs against the wall. Backs against the wall, and he's going to have to deal with Xavier Rhodes. Yes, okay? So I'm not saying that this isn't me saying that Minnesota's going to win the game. This isn't me saying the Eagles are going to lose the game. I'm non-biased. I'm just saying Alshon Jeffrey from a fancy standpoint, I'm not going to play him this week. All right? Okay. Jesse James, tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Vance McDonald's team job. It's Vance McDonald's uh, job now, guys, in Pittsburgh. So you can feel free to just basically let go of Jesse James. Deploy. Joe Flacco at Cleveland. Joe Flacco's putting up quietly top 15 fantasy numbers. All right? Mm -hmm. Phillip Lindsay running back from the uh, Denver Broncos. As long as he doesn't decide to start throwing punches during the game, he'll be fine. All right? D.D. Westbrook yep. at Kansas City. And Charles Clay against Tennessee. Tennessee Titans hemorrhage points against tight ends. Charles Clay's a sneaky, sneaky play. And, no, and again, his targets went up this week. Mm -hmm. And he is, is going to be... Uh, Josh Rosen's favorite, uh, I'm sorry, Josh Allen's favorite target going into this week against the Tennessee Titans, all right? Now, my daily, my daily fantasy plays, uh, which we give every single week, we do it, and we do a community daily fantasy football um, tournament every single week here for the Funkin' Fantasy, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth is, where every single participant in the league picks a different player. Yep. Now, we cashed our first week, and we sucked ass that ass two weeks, dude. We, we've been just missing the money. I, I don't understand what's going on here. We're just making some bad picks, but... Let me give you a few guys to help you keep you under the cap, but into the cash, okay? Now, again, uh, this, we do this on FanDuel. You can play on anything you like. Let me but, write this down myself. <laughs> yeah, you should. Well, you can just hit me up, dude, anytime you want. Yep. At Funkin' Fantasy. Now, don't just text me. I will. I'll I mean, you. we're cool, but we ain't that damn cool. I got you. Now, I'm going to go with C.J. Beathard. I'm going to ride the hot hand against Arizona at home. He's 6,300 on FanDuel, okay? Oh, wow. We're going with Philip Lindsay again at the Jets, 6,100. Him and Royce Freeman are splitting carries there, but both backs equally able to put up decent numbers against that Jets team. Willie Sneed at Cleveland. He's only 5,300. Willie Sneed is averaging about eight targets a game for Baltimore. And at Cleveland, I think he's going to be the forgotten man over there with them worrying about Crabtree, uh, as well as both of their running attacks with Allen and um, both of their running backs. So I am going to ride with Willie Sneed. And I just mentioned earlier with Tyler Eifert going down, C.J. Uzma. He's home against Miami. He's only 4,700. All right? So that is, those are my daily fantasy picks that will help you keep you under the cap, but in the cash, all right? In the money, basically. But before we get into another pick, Joe, that was the fantasy part of the program, okay? Yep. Now, it's time to get down to the business, to the reality part of the program. Now, I was on fire last week. I was on absolute fire last week. I didn't release my picks on the show. All right, I did not release my picks on the show. However, okay, I was 3-1. I did all right. I was 3-1. Should have been easy 4-0, but it was 3-1, which, which pushed me up to three games above 500 for the season for those keeping score at home. This week, a lot of tough lines this week. All right, I'm not really too in love with too many games, but these are the ones I do like. All right, I'm taking Jacksonville on the road at Kansas City. Pat Mahomes coming back. Short week. They had the game winner against Denver, but this is a short week against Jacksonville. They're going to turn around. They're coming home. 
Mahomes played well, but this is a different monster. This is the this is the toughest test that guy's going to face all year. And I'll take the three points of those Jacksonville Jaguars. Lock it in for those guys. Uh, then we're going to shift gears. We're going to go to the Carolina Panthers hosting the New York Giants. That line open at seven. It's holding steady at seven across the board. And I'm going to take those Carolina Panthers to handle business against the New York football Giants. Then we're going to shift it on down to Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm taking the Bengals minus the six against the Miami Dolphins. That line that started at five and a half, it's up at six now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised that thing doesn't go to seven by Sunday. And then we're going to go all the way down, and we're going to wait for Monday Night Football. And I'm taking Drew Brees, who if goes over 400 yards passing, will set the record for all-time passing yards. Oh, will he? And he will do that. He will do that against those Washington Redskins coming to town. I'm laying six and a half, and I'm taking the New Orleans Saints to lay a biblical beatdown on the Washington Redskins. So there you have it, folks. Taking Jacksonville plus a three, Carolina minus a seven, Cincinnati minus a six, and the New Orleans Saints Monday night minus six and a half. Oh, man. Now, Tony's going to be on the program. Well, he's going to be running his program tomorrow night. And he's, and he's been releasing his Stone Cold Lead Pipe locks uh, every single week. Uh, through through a different affiliate, and he'll be mentioning that tomorrow night. And let you know how to get into all the action. It's yeah. it's fun, man. It's, it's it's it's. I do it each week. You do? Do you do you get into it? I have two leagues that I'm a part of. That it's just pickums. Beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful. I was seven and two in the one this past week. Oh, good for you, pal. Yeah, I was pretty happy. But now, you know who killed me? Who killed you? Philadelphia Eagles pissed one away. Of course, I didn't take the Eagles. I didn't like them. I did not like the Eagles this week. And then the Browns got me. I had faith in the Browns, and I shouldn't have. See, again, everyone was jumping high. I said, every, I said if Oakland's going to get their first win. I, now if I, I, I didn't see it happening that way. They missed that field goal, and I got my hopes up. Yeah, it was so tough. High. It was tough. So let's get back to the game. Let's get back down to the business. Start yeah. wrapping this thing up. We got a Tuesday 10 this week, too, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. Good. We got to get into that. You want to pick from me, or you want to pick from uh, somebody on Twitter? Uh, let's go back to the Twitter sphere. All right. We're going to... At Philadorably, she is going Mushu from Mulan at wide receiver. Mushu? Yeah. He's quick. Mushu's delicious. You get it down here in China. You go to 8th and Race, Chinatown. I, li- I like a little Mushu. I like the pork Mushu. Yeah. It's fantastic. Even the vegetable Mushu. I used to go to a place called uh, House of Chen, mm-hmm. and uh, they, we would get Mushu there. My, bu- my buddy Mike and I, the one time we decided we were going to walk. We were going to walk to Chinatown yeah. from the northeast. Oh, wow. Which is a pilgrimage, yeah. all right? So what we did, what we did with any, you know, any any northeast individual worth is worth is worth is uh, worth his weight in salt would do is we loaded up a couple backpacks full of uh, Miller Lite cans and we started walking down, <laughs> walking down the Ave, down to Girard and all the way matricular way to to Eighth and Race. Um, we were smacked, drunk, hammered by the time we got to Northern Liberty. But isn't that the best part? Of yes, it? but we got to Chinatown right around like I don't know, twelve thirty ish p.m. A.M., I'm sorry. We said, no cabs. We got to walk the whole way. So we walk for the Mushu pork. We're hammered drunk. Now, these people were so kind that they wouldn't let us, they let us order the food and pay for the food, but they wouldn't let us eat it inside. We were just a complete disaster. Now, you got to be real bad for them not to let you eat. Oh, it was bad, bro. It was bad. So we were sitting on the sidewalk at the corner of 8th and Race. Just fumbling Mushu pork all over the freaking place. <laughs> we were disgusting, man. But um, Mushu for Mulan. I never saw it. I don't know if it's a good pick or it's not. A, it's a great pick. Solid pick. I think you're biased. No. I just, I know the movie. I finally watched it this year. Okay. It was a movie I skipped. 
All right, I'm taking my defense. Okay. You don't have one. That was me just no. messing No. You know up. what? Not going defense yet. I took Barney my last pick. Oh, shh. Nikes, man. Just hoping you don't take my personal wide receiver. I got two of them. I can go it's with tough, them. It's tough, dude. It's like there's so many guys I want to. I'm going to do. All right, I'm going to take wide receiver. All right. Big guy. All big right. target. I got the little guy. Now I need a big guy. Yep. All right. This guy's, I mean, he's big. He's big as a bear. I mean, he literally is a bear. I'm taking oh. Babu. Ah. I'm taking Babu from the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good pick. Yes, it is. Blue from the Jungle Book. That's right. Mind if, if I give one? Yeah, of course, Charles. All right. I'm going wide receiver. This guy can really just, he can get to all heights to catch the ball. Okay. His name. Shoot. Why did I just forget his name? You don't even know his name. No, I know his name. This is, this Why? is. Charles? This is my own bad, man. Someone in that control room is out of control. I'm going launch pad McQuack. He's not a sidekick. Yes, he is. He's a sidekick to... To who? To Scrooge McDuck. I think it's kind of weak, but that's fine. Go for it. It helps me. It helps me. I don't care. Launch pad is It helps me, dude. He's a great wide receiver. It helps me, man. All right. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. All right. Where are you going? Got defense and tight end. Taking my tight end. All right. My tight end is 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 is, is your best friend on the field. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's your best friend on the field. Like when you look at him, you got to look back and just know you got a friend in me. Oh. I'm taking Buddy from Toy Story. Oh, thank God. Else I'm else. taking Buddy from Toy. Now you see how I set that up. It's a rationalization. Wait, you got to set it up. Wait, man. who's Buddy? You don't know Buddy from Toy Story? No, I think you got the name wrong. What are you talking about? No. Buddy from Toy Story. He's the freaking cowboy. Woody. Woody. That's man, Woody. I'm sorry, Woody. <laughs> why am I thinking Buddy? I'm sorry. Oh, because I was saying Buddy and me. That's why I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I'm taking Woody. Duh. <laughs> Woody from Toy Story. Uh, I'll give myself one of those. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just an idiot. I was confused. Now, let's, I'll tell you what, Charles. Let's do the Tuesday 10, and we'll make our last pick. All right, sounds good. All right, so now this time for the Tuesday 10. We know how this works. Charlie call, comes in every single week. Sometimes he calls in when he's not available. Yep. But he gives me 10 questions off the top of his head that he comes up through the course of his day. And they're totally random. They could be about anything in life. And he, you know, he, asks, he asks them to, to me. I have no idea what the questions are. They're not predetermined by anyone. And, uh, you know, I answer them rapid-fire style the best I can. So, Charlie, without any further ado. All right. Well, without any further ado, please. Number one. What would you do if a family member was taken advantage of by a fake publisher's clearinghouse scam? Wait, you mean that they may or may not have won some fabulous, fabulous prize yeah. already? What can you do, man? Lawyer, lawyer up. Is that all you can do? I, what else can you do, man? I mean, that's all you can do is, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm getting a little older now. I mean, I'm 36. I mean, things have happened to me in my life in the past where it's ski mask time. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I've, yeah. I've been that guy. That's kind of what I like. I I, I've been. done some. St- I've done some things where I end up. I could end up in bracelets, and you know what? I'm 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 past that point now. I'm going. I'm just going to hire a lawyer, and we'll go to the authorities. That's it. My friend's grandmom got taken today. Son of a bitch, man! Yeah. How'd that happen? They called her up. He called. She called him. Asked for um, him to drive her to go get some. Uh, uh, 
uh, what are they called, money orders, that she was going to send in the mail for 2100 bucks, but she already gave them her credit card numbers oh. and her social security See, we gotta, you got to protect the seniors, man, when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah. I, I, I think once you're over the age of 65, they should just take your phone away. Yeah. So this kind of stuff doesn't happen. Seriously. They just take the damn phone away. <laughs> Next question. All right. Number two. What feature in your house would appall the snotty people on House Hunters? What feature in my house so it would be the bathroom, the cabinets? Well, since, since right now, since Tony Bruno is my landlord right now, let's <laughs> see, what's in Tony's house that would, would appall the people in House Hunters? <sighs> You're seeing these people that get all worked up. Yeah, and they're just one like. One little thing, like. Uh, it's the end of the world. <laughs> Oh, probably like the, the actual, like the, the, the look of the house right now because of the disaster. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Let me think about that for a second. Let me think about that. I'll come back to that one. All right. We'll go to the next one. What's your favorite Philly concert venue? The Man. Man music the Man Music Center is my favorite Philly concert because it's just, if you're sitting in the lower bowl, it's intimate enough, man. That's what I, I don't like. I don't like big rooms, man. I don't like these large crowds for concerts. I've never been one for concerts. Yeah. I like, when it comes to concerts, I like smaller, intimate settings. That's what I like. I don't need, like, a 24-hour drunk session. I, I don't need uh, a bunch of freaking just people around me. Like, I don't, I don't need yeah. 100,000 people around me. I, I like the more intimate setting. I like the man. The man music, so the way that's laid out is cool. It's got the nice little, the grass area in the back if you need it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But it's also got the nice lower bowl section that seats maybe about four or 5,000, which is good, too. So I like, the, I like that one. You ever been to the Tower Theater? Yeah, hell yeah, I've been to the Tower. I, I like the Tower a lot, too. I, told, I love the Tower, dude. Yeah. I saw, uh, I saw, I saw, um, I saw the Riz and the Jizzah there. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's good. That's a great venue. All right. What's your worst job interview experience? Worst job interview experience? God. Um, you know, I've, I've always interviewed pretty well. I, I, don't, I don't think I've had a, a poor job interview experience. I showed up one time. It was mm -hmm. a line of like 30 or 40 people. Okay. It was a Verizon scam. They had oh, wait. Time out. I do have it. Yeah. I do have it. So when I was 26 years old, um, I had this... <laughs> really fun idea. I was going to be a cop, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that would have been fun. So they advertise this thing all over the place in, in, in Philadelphia. And every Tom, Dick, and Harry, Jane and Carrie in the world, basically, showed up for this interview. I tried, I trained for this thing. I was ready for this thing. I tried to park. Cops are redirecting traffic all over the place. Now they have the, they had the interviews at Central High School. If you go to Philadelphia, you know where that is. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, if you live in Philadelphia, it's, in, it's Central High School, uh, which is in the Alany section of the area. And there's no, it was just all residential parking. But there's nowhere to park because there was over 4,000 people lining up to go, to go interview. Here's the best part. As I'm driving down, now I'm going to a job interview. So I'm on my Justin Timberlake. I'm all suit and tied up. That's the way I do. I mean, listen, I, I dress as if, man. Like I'm going there. I think this is serious business. You know what I mean? You dress for the job you want. Exactly. And I'm driving past there. I can't park because there's no parking. There's people out there in shorts, tank tops, freaking flip-flops. I mean, like, what the hell is going on? Jerseys. Delco tuxedos, right? it was man. It was terrible. So finally, I, I stop a cop on the street, and he's like, yo, can I help you? 
And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm here to, to, to interview to, you know, for the Philadelphia Police Department. I'm like, well, you know, what's going on? I can't park. He goes, yeah, all these cars are here for the interview. And I'm like, none of those people are even dressed for, for a job interview. No. And he's like, ah, it's just the way it is. I'm like, this is bullshit, dude. And I left, and that was it. Wow. And here we are now, man. That's, so that, yeah, that was probably the worst experience. All right. Next question. Have you ever interviewed for a job you weren't going to take? Yeah. Yeah, I, I went with a friend of mine, Eileen Bukovic. Eileen Bukovic. This, we were like 14 years old, and uh, she, went to go to, she wanted to get a job interview at, at, um, at Wendy's. Oh, wow. And, but I, she didn't want it. She was scared to go by herself, so I said, I'll go with you to interview, to interview with you. I got the job. Did she, you really? Yeah, I got the job. She didn't. I, I didn't even want the job. I never showed up to work. I was yeah. like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. What do grown people gain by constantly defending players like Jordan Matthews and Jalen Mills? So what do grown people gain by defending athletes in general? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Just to prove that they're more of a fan than you are, that they're a diehard, that – uh, you know, they bleed their team's colors that, you know, they're, you know, these are the same guys who will, you know, applaud the most random player in the world coming back saying that they're family. Like, yeah. I just, I don't get it. Again, it's the fanboy mentality kind of stuff. These guys, they're professional athletes and they're held, they're to be held accountable yep. for their actions during work. If you suck, then you should be told that you suck. Exactly. If I sucked at my job, my boss will tell me I suck. Yep. And I'll probably get fired from my job. So they're, not, they're no more special than you and I. They're just doing a job. Exactly. Next question. All right. What was your favorite Halloween costume growing up? The bum. Bum, nice. bum, dude. Love being a bum. <laughs> a bum is the greatest costume ever. You just go out, you throw on the old sweatpants, you rip a hole in them. Now you, to, you rip a hole in some sweatpants, you charge 65 bucks for them, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy, I'm, te- I, I'm teetering. I'm thinking, about buy, I'm thinking about buying my first pair of black jeans with some, some frays in them, man. I got this look I'm going for. I think oh, yeah. I pull, yeah, I think I can pull it off, man. My, How gotta, much are they going to cost you, 200 bucks? No, 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 no. I'm thrifty. Yeah. I'm thrifty, bro. I got this under control. Don't worry about it. Man. I got a lot of friends, man. Okay. I got a lot of friends. Take care of me. All right. Who's been the best quarterback this year in the NFL? Pat Mahomes. Okay. Pat Mahomes has been the best quarterback bar none this year in the NFL. This is, this is his second year in the league. This is his, he hit the ground running like a 10-year vet. Yeah. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that are, t- are starting to talk about the fact that this guy is going to go down as one of the greats. And like, we don't know that. No. All right? We don't know that. And, every, and everyone's favorite sports talk radio term, let's pump the brakes on the all-time stuff. Right. But as far as this year goes, nothing has shown me that this guy can't do it all. I mean, do you see some of the throws this guy makes on the run? He's what? Andy thought McNabb was. Yeah, this is, what, this is the quarterback that Andy Reid has been waiting for his entire life. Now, I just took Jacksonville Jaguars plus three points to win that game. Now, that doesn't mean that Pat Mahomes is not going to have a good game. No. But I'm saying that there's – listen, that kid, what he has done in his second year in this league and his first year starting, his first two starts were on the road. Yeah. Ten touchdowns, one pick. Ten touchdowns, one pick. Yeah. I mean, this guy's on track to throw close to 50 touchdowns. And one interception, <laughs> okay? I hope Donovan sees this. and just. I hope he doesn't, because number five may always love you, but he might want to kill you after this. Yeah. This is what Donovan should have been like. Yes, he should. Anyway, that's moving forward. All right. What's your favorite uh, superhero team? Superhero team? So you got the Avengers, you got the X-Men, you got... Like, 
a superhero team. It could be the Ninja Turtles. It could be the Power well, It's Rangers. definitely not Captain Planet. Not them freaking clowns. <laughs> you didn't like Captain Planet? No. Though? I like the... Um, Earth. I like the... Um, I like those all-star guys. Which one's that? It was Bo Jackson and Wayne Gretzky. And, oh, but, yeah, I remember that. I, I like those guys. What were they called, Joe? You remember that? What the hell are you doing here? You had nothing I in this program. You're talking about. Um, it was a cartoon for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I like those guys. I got you. I like those guys. It, it was around the same time they had the Mighty Ducks superhero cartoon. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep, I do. All right. Last one. What's the best MLB playoff matchup? What do you mean? What's the, uh, of the matchups that are set up? Baseball still on? Yeah, baseball still on. <laughs> Phillies might be over. Dude, but... I checked out of baseball like a month ago, dude. Uh, I can, I'm, I'm entrenched in fantasy football, right? You think I got time to worry about baseball? Eh, I'm hoping. It's a waste of time right now. I don't know. Whatever. It's whatever now? It's whatever. I don't want the Cubs to win. No? Go Rockies. Nah, screw the Rockies. Go Rockies, man. Nah, Go Colorado. That 2007 still sits with me. You're fired. All right. Next question. <laughs> Is the last was, one? That was all. That was the last question? Yeah, it was. Charlie, thank you for the Tuesday 10, Not buddy. Now, remember, these questions can be heard. Well, not heard, but read, read and answered on Twitter later on tonight via at Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. Now, Charles, before we wrap this thing up, we got one more pick to make. Yes, we do. We're going to the listeners. What's it going to be? All right, let me see what they want here. Because you only have one position left to take, my friend, and that is the running back. So the listeners already have a quarterback. They have the genie from Aladdin. The running back, the one running back is Scrappy-Doo from, from um, Scooby-Doo. Uh, wide receivers are Mushu from Milan. Wide receiver two is who the hell is that? Launchpad McQuack. Yep. The flex is Patrick Starr. The tight end is Bullwinkle, Jay Moose. The kicker is Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. And the defense is the Great Gazoo. The Luigi team, Jimmy Crick, Jiminy Cricket is the quarterback. The running backs are Pikachu and Snarf from Thundercats. The wide receiver is Barney Rubble. The other one is Babu from the Jungle Book. Not Baloo, it's Babu, you jerk. No, it's Baloo. It's Babu. The bear from... Yeah, is that Babu? No, it's Baloo. What am I doing? Am I dyslexic tonight? Yeah. I must... I must you know, I, you must, were saying Babu to me earlier. I'm like, wait, he's talking about the bear? It's Baloo. Yeah, Baloo. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> then Flex. My Flex is uh, Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. My tight end is Woody from Toy Story. My kicker is Donkey from Shrek. And I had a defensive pick for my last pick. Tony Bruno's leaving the building, ladies and gentlemen. But he'll be back here tomorrow night, 7 to 9. Maybe he'll go over time. It depends. Tony's going to bed. But the Tony Bruno Show returns here live from Moonshine tomorrow night. Good night, everybody. Bye, Rich. I'm here too, pal. See you, buddy. See you, Rich. Later, buddy. Rich, I get to leave this stuff here, right? This is beautiful, man. I get to just walk out. Nice. It's awesome. Get the hell out of here. All right, now. All right. Last pick. All right. I'm going to let you help pick this. Me? Should I go with... I'm not helping you. Should I go with Streep Rice or should I go with Jason Nemiroff? Nemroff already had a pick. He made the first so pick. Did, so did Street Bryce. Well, go with Street Bryce. All right. We're going Eric Cartman. Yeah, I like Cartman. At running yeah, back. Yeah, I like Cartman. Now, Cartman. now we got, you got the thunder and you got the lightning with Cartman and Scrappy-Doo. Yeah, I like that. Cartman. And if people don't know, it's South Park. All right. Who's your defense? Last pick of the night here goes to me. Yep. So here's where I could go with this. I could go Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. But he falls asleep and ruined the whole thing anyway. He'd be eating food. Defense falls asleep. I could take Brain from Inspector Gadget. 
That's, that was another suggestion. That's a solid defense, all right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go with that. I could take Bender from Futurama. I was one of my picks for wide receiver. But at defense, it doesn't work. Yep. I was thinking maybe even Arthur from the Tick. Another solid pick. But again, Jiminy Cricket's up there for my quarterback. Now, here's another one who's fantastic, but she just doesn't exactly strike fear in anyone. That's Tinkerbell. <laughs> so we're out of there. But she could make the offense float. She could. I was also going to go maybe Zazu from the Lion King. Ooh. Another strong pick. But could we're not going to go Zazu from the Lion King. I was thinking of maybe even going Piglet no. from Winnie the Pooh. But Piglet so. couldn't stop me. So he's off the list. I'm thinking maybe even going Slimer from Ghostbusters Ooh. at defense. That would have been That's a solid pick, too. But I can't. Because I got to take this defense, ferocious. Yeah? A freaking animal. Hungry? It's literally an animal. I'm taking Oak from Masters of the Universe. I'm taking He-Man's Tiger, bro. Oh, I know who that is. Yes. I've got the power. That's right. I'm taking Oku from the freaking Masters. It's spelled O-C-K-U. Or O-C-K-O, I think it is. O-C-K-O. Look Look it up. Look that shit up before we put it up. So anyway, that's it. Damn. That was that a good game. Badass this, too, gonna, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a freaking close game. And that game is gonna be up tonight for vote at Funk and Fantasy. Make sure you're following it on Twitter. Make sure you're following us right now. When you type in Oku on our way out of this program. Yeah, just, just look up the He-Man's Tiger from yeah, Master of the Universe. <sighs> See, this is what happens when we take a week off, man. Everything falls apart. The dumpster just keeps on roaring louder and prouder. For Did everyone. you see that uh, fire truck coming to put it out? Actually, no. Did you? Speaking of fires, there was a fire at my gym today. No. Yes, I was working out. We're in there. We're trying to get our gains. Okay, we're getting. We're, we're in there lifting, and all of a sudden, there's smoke coming from from the ceiling. We don't pay no mind to this because we're down there. We're down there working out, right? We don't. We don't see the fire. We're just trying. You know, we're thinking we're trying. We're working out. This is a good workout. All of a sudden, person comes over and says, "Hey, listen, there's a fire truck coming," because one of the fans upstairs in the uh, the aerobics rooms, which I've never seen, <laughs> has, has caught fire. So we're asking everyone to evacuate. So the fire truck comes over. The fire truck. The fire engine. The fire. One of the fire firemen come over. He goes, "Is the fire inside?" I was like, "Yes, it is." But we don't need no water. Let the mother burn. Burn, mother. Burn. So we'll be back there tomorrow. Hopefully, the fire will be extinguished and the gains can can, can get back down to the business. Because, listen, I, it's not like they're going to give me a free day back there. No. They should give us all free months. That's what I think. I was displaced. Yeah, you were. I mean, if I was displaced out of my home, they put me up in a hotel, right? Yes, they should put me in another gym. It's an outrage. Totally. Speaking of outrages, the biggest outrage has been Tony Bruno off the airwaves for the past several months. But he'll be back tomorrow night. The Tony Bruno Show returns to its regularly scheduled programming, 7 to 9 here every single Wednesday night from Moonshine. You can come down here and be a part of it live. I'll be here producing. So I got to do. I got to host this freaking monstrosity on Tuesday nights. I got to come back here and produce this, the, the, the main show on Wednesday nights. But it's going to be so much fun being back on the air with one of, my, one of my dear friends. Guy's like a father to me. In fact, he's the age of my daddy. He, he might actually, I have to talk to my mom. He might actually, <laughs> I, I don't know. Tony did a lot of things back in the 80s, and my mom might have been one of them. Oh. Hey, ah. I got to make fun of yourself. We Can't talk make... about another mistake. What's the other mistake? Battle Cat's the name of He Man's. Is it Battle Cat? Yeah. yeah, give me Battle. Then put Battle Cat down there. Battle Cat, He Man's Cat. All right. 
Charlie, thanks for sitting in tonight. I appreciate it, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Make sure you're following uh, Charlie at Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. Make sure you're following myself at LuigiCurdo22 and the show at Funkin' Fantasy. Because without Funkin' Fantasy, what do we have? We have nothing. Speaking of nothing, the show has been nothing. I can't even segue off anymore, man. My, my, my voice is so parched. It's just, I, I, That's why I've been chugging water all I'm show. shot, dude. I can't do this, man. I'm tired. I'm, I'm beaten. I'm battered. But I'm making plans for a little vacation time. I'm doing, we got, I got the Eagles game in New Orleans, November 11th. There. And then I'm shifting gears. Quick turnaround. There. I'm going to an island. Oh, nice. I'm going to be in a Saran for four days. Bermuda? Bro. Bahama? No. Come on, pretty mama. Quillaro, right. Montego. Baby, Bale, why don't we go? go to the Kokomo. That's where we get it, and we take it slow. Nice. Until then, until next time, I'm Luigi Curtis. Remind you, God damn it, I wish the show would end. <laughs> it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.